Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of Halloween. It's action time. It's action. It's Toledo having a dunk tank in their end zone (laughs) while it's snowing out, which is beautiful and wonderful. And I love that. Thank you, Maxion. Today for the today is the first day of official midweek Maxion. We are done with conference Tuesday. Uh, the yeah, th- that was October, and now we're in Maxion November. I like this. This is really good. E- even though it's it's uh, it's October, it's basically November. Okay, it's October for two more hours Eastern time. It is. It is November zeroth. We're moving from Mactober to Macvember. Mm-hmm. Someone, I, it must have been a, the full cast episode. It was like the hunt for Mac Browntober or something like that. That that sounds right for them. First off, I do want to say, well, let's introduce someone before I get yelled at. <laughs> Always, I'm Jordan. With me tonight, I have Kamish, Pit Girl, Beth, Special Pred- Spreadsheeter, Kevin, and Ken on the ones and twos. Kamish, how was your Halloween? I, it was good. We did the family costume, so I got the two kiddos, and uh, we we dressed up the, as the Flintstones. Right. So uh, I was I was Fred Flintstone, and I'm handing out candy, and one of the kids comes up to me is like, "Hey, dude, you're that cereal guy." <laughs> yeah. And then hey. it then it and then it dawned on me. I was like, "They've never seen the cartoon." <laughs> it's it's oh, probably I, vit- vitamins I, or cereal. And I I feel. As old as the Flintstones when they took place as soon as they said that, I was like, oh my God, they've never seen the Flintstones. They only realize they're from Fruity Pebbles. You should have had or, uh, or Cocoa Pebbles. You should have found some Winston cigarettes and been like, these are super smooth, Barney. Yeah. Oh my, God. My, favorite you- ci- my favorite cigarette commercials. <laughs> Kamish, did you immediately like reenact the end of Last Crusade in your soul? It, it was... Because they're the the parent of the child was there, <laughs> and we both like locked eyes and look at each other, and we're like, "Oh my god, we're old." Um, so it was kind of like a joint moment of both of us just like mentally crumbling to dust. <laughs> so yeah, that was it was something that that ridiculous. Um, I do want to give a shout out to the the Halloween Bucky Vampire too. Yeah, um, yeah that that became a selfie spot. So they would get candy from us. And then they started taking like family photos Mine in too. front of the Bucky. Mm-hmm. There, there were like kids dressed up in like Bucky onesies, like the, the Bucky, the beaver onesies. Cause it was, it was kind of cold for San Antonio. It was like 50 something and in, in San Antonio, you know, that, that's, that, that's probably like 20 in Pennsylvania. That's cold, yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just, it's like a 30 degree difference, you know, in, in your mind, just, just put that there. But yeah, it was. Templation. Yes. Templation. It, it was it was fun. They had a lot of fun with the the thing. Uh, apparently, like traffic was horrible around the area, so they were doing some late trick or treating. But otherwise, it was a great great night. Um, you know, we we whatever we had left, we just put it in a bowl and we uh, called it a night and made a podcast. Hey, girl, how are you? I'm good. I live in a neighborhood that gets a lot of Halloween traffic, and I had a good time handing out candy. Had some teenagers who had a shopping cart, and I told them I would not ask them where the shopping cart came from, and they told me they found it on the side of the road. 
honestly i believe them um there was also a kid it it is pretty dark there's like one street light on the diagonal opposite corner from where i live and there was a kid on the other side of the street wearing what i thought was a black jersey with an eight on it so i screamed kenny pickett jersey kid hello and then he walked over and it turned out that he was wearing a lamar jackson jersey and it's just dark as shit and i can't see yeah. so but i'm talking that up as i accidentally did a pretty good troll so mm-hmm. the good heart choice, wants it once yeah yeah boo beth how are you um i'm fine you know what it's fine that good huh <laughs> it's that good fine, which fine. which which arrangement of simple gifts was it a very bad one okay just a real 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 bad one I, I'm playing. I, I'm I'm playing in a quartet right now with some lovable older gentlemen who want to live their life at a certain BPM and constantly want to program songs that get faster and slower. Gotcha, Kevin. How are you, sir? I am good. Uh, I don't get much uh, trick or treaters where I live, so uh, my Halloween is limited to dressing up to what will scare Jordan the most. And since I'm always on at this point. Right before the Texas game, mm-hmm. I am wearing my Kansas State shirt tonight. Extremely spooky. It, it's worth it's worth noting, listener, that I'm not going to comment on Halloween because I'm part of the very weird belt of Pennsylvania that does not celebrate Halloween on Halloween. My Halloween was last Thursday, so I'm in the future. Most my brain also, has been in November for almost a week. Having finished the poll results before the podcast started this time. Uh, the superior holiday one in the poll and Thanksgiving has defeated Halloween. So, there you go. Strong takes. The first thing we have to talk about is our, is our news. Is it Brian? Brian Ferens is going to be fired at the end of this year. No, he's not. He's going to go live in a farm upstate. (laughs) He's going to go where my, go where my puppy went when I was little. Iowa State. Hey, you know what? If if someone named if someone named you know Brian Barents shows up in Iowa State <laughs> with a mustache, I don't think anyone's going to argue. I I am I am surprised they did it now, but this seems like the correct choice. I wouldn't have let him wait out the year. I feel like that's just what are you doing? You were going to end up in a situation where you were going to have to keep him. That's that's always the the threat, right? Like how long did it take Texas to get rid of Charlie Strong because he kept, like, like inching along with a lifeline? No, it, it feels like they did the Les Miles thing. Yes. So it, it, in a way that they they you know Les Miles messed up, and that was just the last time LSU was just like, no, you are not going to save your job by some crazy miracle by scoring like seventy points against USC in a bowl game. You're not going to do that. Uh, we are going to clip your wings after you had two yards in the second half. I'm surprised that they didn't do it over the bye. Like they waited the entire bye week. Right. And they're like, okay, they're playing this weekend. Okay, now it's now now it's his last go. It's 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 Brian Ferentz's last rodeo. It he's gonna go out like the the man riding the nuclear bomb uh, from the play <laughs> with this cowboy hat. <laughs> just just four verts every single time, Brian. Let's he, go. He's going but here's the thing, he's gonna get hired elsewhere. Because he's still yep. a competent offensive coordinator. He's, he's still in the NFL again. He's a competent you. offensive line coach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think somewhere he will be a very good offensive line coach and maybe he can learn how to be an offensive coordinator. I, I, I don't, 
even with the Nepo babies, I don't wish them the worst. I still I, hope that some, I still hope that he learns how to do this job well. I look, look, I, I didn't, I, I purposely avoided learning what Nepo baby was <laughs> until like today. Okay. Uh, I like I, I read a piece by Alex Kirshner about, uh, and then he he dropped the term Nepo baby, and I was like, damn it, now I know what it is. I was just like, I am not learning this. Ter- I am opting out of this term. Then now it's just like, oh god, I I don't like the term. It's it's I don't. I was like, I didn't want to know what it was, and now I do, and I I'm mad. This is going to be interesting going forward. We'll see what happens at Iowa. I would, you know, I people have already put out lists of like who they're going to hire, who they should hire, all that stuff. That's not our business. That's nothing we really care about. Nope. I just hope that for the next four games, Iowa just does absolutely crazy shit. Why not? Well, the thing that's really weird about this to me is that the statement firing him came from the AD, which I'm not sure I've ever seen an athletic director make a coordinator decision like that, right? Like put out the press conference. It's from the AD. I mean, it has, AD, it has to be because it's she's he's her the AD report. was his boss because he didn't report to his dad. That's true, and I I guess is it an interim AD? I think someone I saw it was in like it, I, she is an not interim. The she, she should not she should not be the interim. Like like she should have been hired as full time already. I still think she's going to be hired as the full time because like she she like she was put in that place to get to become full time. I forget where Beth uh, Beth Gates Beth Gertz was before this. She was uh, AD at Ball State for a long time. Yeah, I think she was Maxion. Yeah, and then and then she came one. she came as deputy in 2022. And if I remember correctly, it was very much like to be to become no, in, in order to skirt nepotism laws. Um, when Kirk hired Brian on on Iowa as an offensive line coach, it, basically they had to put Gary Barta as his direct boss. Um, so basically that's what happened. And so the AD, the interim AD, which I don't know why it's still interim, just make it full time. Uh, mm-hmm. Bardo retired or just like left the post or resigned in like August, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't remember when exactly earlier this year and she's been the interim. So, so she had to pull the, the trigger essentially. Like Gary was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm out of here. Have, have fun, Beth. Uh, so yeah, that's the reason why the AD had to do it. It's just because they skirted nepotism laws. So now this is here. Now we have, do we get Brian Ferentz unleashed? Yes. Or does he just do the same thing? Brian Ferentz unchained. Now, unchained. like, fucking Run go the for triple, it now. Brian. Yeah, I, whatever. Hey, you want you want to do three yards in a cloud of dust? Like, for real now? Do it, man. Make, do what makes you happy. What if you combine four, birth, four verts with student body left? What happens? I think I think you start getting into Canadian football. I think that's illegal. Coward. If the band is on the field, you know, yeah, that's I mean, that's what literally becomes. Uh, I do want to shout out some of the folks on our Discord: Bread Lover, Maze Flowers, Little Mac, and Ben for helping us get together our Arby's list this week. We did schools closest by schools by distance to Arby's. Once again, Tulsa must have just a wonderful little set of fast food around their stadium because Tulsa wins again. And Marshall, too. Who knew? I'm beginning to wonder if Tulsa Stadium is a food court. It, uh, apparently, it's close enough. And people were complaining about the the Marshall one. They were like, it should be closer. Because like, you can throw, you know. Someone said, you could throw, like, a wrapper and hit the back of the scoreboard from the, uh, from the Arby's parking lot. Well, maybe that's the solution to America's aging mall infrastructure. 
to start converting malls into stadiums. Ooh, I like this. And keep like a food court, the hot topic, and like, you know, maybe More... bed, like bad Bath and Body Works. Are and they lids. still around? And lids. And lids. lids. Yeah. I mean, I now I want to go back into a hot topic. I need to find one. I used to wear a spike chain, neck, like a spike chain choker at one point in my life. Oh, my oh, Lord. Oh, you have to produce photographic evidence. <laughs> I'll see if we can yes. find some. I'll see if we can find some. Yeah, oh, I, used so have, I used to have a spike chain choker. Yeah. So you had the spike chain choker. You had yeah. the chain wallet also, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's mandatory. Uh-huh. How, uh, wide, how wide were the Jinkos? So that was a little that was a little past my time. I wore a shredded. Okay. I wore like pretty shredded jeans at that point. Okay. What what it's, what was the that boy that that one year between you and me may as well be a chasm sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That, well, I, I was on the wrong side of that. What was the footwear here? Oh, cons. Or oh. or vans. Usually vans or cons. Okay. So you were not an Adidas sort of creature sort no, of. No, I had I had checkered vans though. I'm just Airwalks. Baffled yeah. by you calling Converse cons. I've never heard that before. Cons? I was struggling with that as well. What the fuck? Oh no. Cons? Yeah. Pretty There's an electronics uh, store here called Cons. And I was like, why is he wearing that on his feet? <laughs> uh, I, I did wear high tops for a while too. Yeah. Converse high tops. That was my, that was my go to. But I had the checkered vans too. When the checkered vans came back, my middle school start, like my middle schoolers when I was teaching started wearing them again. That made me very happy. I was like, oh, I'm going to skank. Let me show everyone how to skank in these things. You know, it occurs to me that a great way to get people to come to your stadium if you're struggling with attendance is to have the very last of something. Like open up one final Radio Shack in the Tulsa Stadium. Ooh. Or a Blockbuster? Yeah. it's It has been a an ongoing thing between uh, Arthur and a friend of ours and me for the longest time that we are going to take a road trip to the last Blockbuster. Someday. At, wait, at Gitmo? Well, there was one in Bend, Oregon until relatively recently. Yeah. Okay. It uh, was that the, one. The, the only one I can think of is the one at Gitmo. Can't road trip to Gitmo, unfortunately. Coward. I mean, one of my, <laughs> one of my goals attitude. in the next few weeks, in the next few years, is to go to the last remaining racks. Ooh. They, they road trip to Gitmo in Bad Boys 2. Yeah, exactly. See? And I'm pretty sure there was a Harold and Kumar where they got to Gitmo as well. And what are we, if not basically bad boys, too? Mm-hmm. Well, before we go too more off the rails, let's talk about our preliminary poll results. No rails, never has been. We got our <laughs> nope. poll results. And how many total votes do we have? Total ballots do we have this time? Uh, it was just under 1,500. 1,496 okay. is the number that I have right now. Yeah, Love it. Um, not the most we've ever had, but the most we've had this year by Love, love to see a it. few hundred. Yeah, I think we, we increased from... The October poll, we went to, I think we we're like 1,193. High 1100s, yeah. 1,193. I think we're now at, at 1,496. So, yeah, basically 300 more, 300 more ballots. Uh, let's talk through some of these top ones. I'll read them off and we'll see how we go. Number one, of course, in our hearts and in the votes is Iowa. Not their most commanding performance this year, though. They've uh, There's been some love spread around. Yeah. Um, well, it's. Still pretty commanding as far as this year goes, but they had higher point totals last year. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they're still doubling up second place. So second place still being no Ryan doubt. Ferentz, which is basically <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Iowa. Number four being the Big West, which is also Iowa. Number three, Georgia Tech. This is a surprise here. 
I think it's because of their off again, on again craziness that Georgia Tech has slid into the, the three spots. It's really impressive. They went. A lot of these Georgia Tech votes were consolidated from Georgia Tech and even games and Georgia Tech and odd games okay. being adjacent <laughs> entries. In okay. That's really, okay, folks, that's really funny. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Number five, Sam Houston coming up from like the low, like the low 20s last time all the way up. That's impressive. And then number six, Connor Stallions making his pole debut. That right there. That's the kind of hustle we like to see, folks. Sorry, Kevin. I'll write you a spelling macro. That's right. right. Connor Stallions. He's got your six. Well, I mean, like. Is your spelling macro going to include the people that called him Chris Stallions and Carter <laughs> Stallions and Custer Stallions? I like Custer. And yeah, yeah, Chandler Stallions. Like, yeah, we were going to do like C parentheses S T A parentheses like S T A, you know, percent sign. That'll get you there. Custer Stallions sounds like a Civil War general that got killed at Appomattox. It was Custer Stallions' last stand when he, he cut, took. He was when cut he was down. Cutting. <laughs> when he was cutting videos at the Central Michigan game. Okay, then we have from there James Madison at seven, Nebraska at eight, Colorado at nine, Clemson at ten. Clemson, you're making climbs here. <laughs> Especially when Dabo starts yelling at people, being like, "Was it if you oh if you want my money, come apply for the job?" Hey, Dabo, I'd love to. I'm gonna, th- you know what? I'm getting my resume ready. I'm excited to come join and lead that Clemson program back into prominence. Hire me. Related to that, Tyler from Spartanburg came in 136th with a respectable 80 points. Someone found Tyler from Spartanburg. I saw that. (laughs) Oh, I need to do more call-in shows like that. Number 11 is Air Force, 12 USC, 13 Michigan State, 14 Kansas, 15 Michigan. Michigan on here twice, including Connor Stallion. 16 16 (laughs) Northwestern, 17 UConn, 8 Rutgers, 19 Pitt. Pitt's back, baby. Don't vote for us. We're not fun. We just suck. We're not not sickos. Y'all beat Louisville, though, on the CW. I don't even know what that means anymore. We don't deserve to be in the top 20 for that. Uh, that the credit for the Louisville win goes to the CW. That is that true. goes to the CW. Yes, yeah. it 20. does mean that Pitt, Notre Dame, and Louisville have the stupidest triangle of hate. <laughs> oh, it is! It is so <laughs> stupid. I'll make that graphic. You, uh, Miami twenty, UMass twenty one, Virginia twenty two, Minnesota twenty three, Arizona twenty four, and rounding out the top twenty five is the Pac two. Cal and Stanford did drop out of our top thirty, of our top twenty five this time. Uh, Stanford's at 27 and Cal is at 31. I enjoy seeing votes for the CW at 33. Teletubby is at 41. <laughs> I have questions. I do too. That's my fault for time. mentioning it on the last podcast, I think. Oh, yeah. There were, yeah, there was a lot of, a lot, a lot of Teletubbies in this. Kevin out here putting his thumb on the scales. Huh? Hey, you know what? That's. That's entirely legit because we've done that plenty of times. I think this is our highest ranking on our own poll. We got to number 62 this time. <laughs> I, I just I just love that our voters have better memories for what we talk about on this podcast than we do. Yes. Oh, that's a, that's a thousand percent the case. Especially now that I don't edit it anymore. I have no clue what I say on here anymore. I immediately memory hole it. 
Yeah. On a I somewhat- do enjoy the adjacent coaches in 48 and 49 of Kirk Ferentz and Alex Grinch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you, Ben, if you're a coordinator and the crowd knows your name well, well enough to chant it, you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Did we get any votes for the Grink? Uh, there were a few they did get rolled into Alex Grinch. That's, oh, okay. So we didn't, um, we didn't have it separate for was the Grink there. Okay. I would no, like I just take... assumed they were all talking about Alex Grinch. Well, they were, but yes. <laughs> I would like to take uh, the... a moment to thank the voters who have voted for individual municipalities in Pennsylvania, which include Beavertown with a number one vote coming in at number three. Oh, there was an entire ballot of only Pennsylvania towns. That's wonderful. Pennsylvania town voter. I love you. Um, <laughs> Lidditz coming in at 432. Bottom coming in at 483. Uh, Jersey Shore coming in at number 529, Townville coming in at 588, Woodcock at 649, Broadtop City at 706. I see Hop Bottom. Yep, we got Picture Rocks, we got Shikshini. Wow, these are Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. And my favorite Pennsylvania municipality, SNPJ, with one point at number 920. What's SNPJ? Google it. I highly encourage reading that Wikipedia page. It's delightful. Yeah, I, I can't take that from you. Slovenska Naronda Podborna Jednota, the Slovene National Benefit Society, is a borough of a population 15. Okay, well, I this is for me later. You this know what? I was going to say, I'm going to bookmark it, but you guys know what I'm going to do that. You know what I'll do. I'm just leaving that tab open. That's fine. And again, but- there is. Guys, there's no reason we can't found Treeport. Like, there's no reason. Coming in at 145, we have the new Big 12 teams just ahead of the rest of the Big 12 at 154. Probably the only time that season that that will occur in that order. But both of those came in behind the LSU tuba section. (laughs) Congrats, LSU tubas. As well they should. Uh, I do say Nebraska has fallen to number eight, and I feel like the dynasty's over. They're they're sitting at like a comfortable bull record. They're okay now. They're not interesting enough to be that bad. They're not losing a bunch of close games. They're just they're okay, and that's not really what we do sometimes. Yeah, they're shockingly competent considering where they started this season, but they it is just kind of steady. So right now, just it's 9.30 p.m. Central on Halloween. We have some ongoing action. Let's see what we got going on right now. Currently, if you're following along with us, there's a minute left in the game of Central Michigan and Northern Illinois. Central Michigan was like leading this game by a bunch. And now it's Central Michigan 37, Northern Illinois 31. And then with about 10 minutes left in the game, Toledo is palindroming um, Buffalo 31 to 13. Just- Breaking news. So Anna, you was driving to try to take the lead. Rocky Lombardi threw an interception. The chips have got it. Um, But the chips are trying to run out the clock. NIU has one timeout remaining. So the chips can take it maybe down to like 10, 15 seconds and may have to punt. And it's snowing. So who knows what happens? Okay. We'll keep, we'll keep you posted on that. This, uh, the Northern Illinois Central Michigan game, it's really four and four versus four and four Maction, which is the most Mac thing you can get. It also started snowing on both of these games. I think Central Michigan ended up with the most snow. They, it was coming down pretty hard there. 
And then Buffalo at Toledo, I right now, 31-13 to Toledo. This feels like we're at mild. We're at barbecue sauce again for Buffalo now. I'm just not feeling the spice. Tomorrow night, we do have Ball State at Bowling Green. Kamish goes, Bowling Green is playing. I am there. Hey, seriously, anytime Bowling Green plays, dude, Bowling Green is, is so I, I love them last year because they went six and six and they made a bowl game. And played that crazy game with New Mexico State in the Quick Lane Bowl. Um, they they beat Georgia Tech. Then the next week they got shut out by Miami Ohio. Uh, then they like blow out Akron, and then they get beat again. <laughs> it's just they're kind of they're kind of like the Mac Georgia Tech. I love them. They're great. God. They got bit by the wear Georgia Tech and the, you know, That's right. the blood. The, and then the we wear, have the wear jacket. The wear no, I don't know. Then we have Kent State Akron. Wheel. Wagon wheel on Wednesday for the wheel, which is wagon wheel. a classic. Rock me Akron like a wagon wheel. On Thursday, we have TCU at Texas Tech at 6 p.m. on FS1. Ooh, ooh, I don't like like that. The vibes on this game are just really bad. It's in Lubbock too, which is part of the. I Bible. have no predictions for this. I, I, just TCU, I, you can convince me of anything. Okay. Um, update on the game. I know this. We'll, yeah, go we'll for listen it. to this on Thursday, and and it doesn't make any sense. But we're sickos. We want to do you know while we're recording. Six seconds left. Fourth and seven. The chips have the ball, um, and and I don't know what the chips are going to do here. Uh, they could possibly run. It'd be kind of far to run around for an intentional safety. But what does the the crafty Jim McElwain do? Podcat wants to know. And and Podcat is just just curious about Jim McElwain and his coaching decisions right now. So the punt team is out. Central Michigan is at their own forty six yard line. From why, I can why, tell in the why are you going to punt here? Um, Jim McElwain and animals is a good combination. It's fourth and seven. So <laughs> it is. There you go Central Michigan. Uh, they they're lining up for the snap here. Uh oh, they send somebody out in formation. NIU is bringing the house, of course. Snap back. Punt it away. All right. All right. They fair catch the ball with no time remaining. Okay. There you go. <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> Fucking thrilling. And the, uh, the, the, the NIU coach is doing the Mac Brown. Wants one second left. Um, they, they may be reviewing this, but. How they're, could you fair catch the they're ball? gonna bring it they're gonna bring them out with one second left at the start of their next game. Yep, yeah, that's a hot we're, we're gonna finish this game out soon. Invalid fair catch signal. <laughs> oh my god. You can't be why wouldn't you try to return it? Like there's I don't y'all can keep talking. I'll I'll, I'll keep watching. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll go. I'll I'll cut back in. <laughs> then we also have on Thursday night uh, Mississippi Valley State at Bethune Cookman, both one and seven. Should be actually a really fun game. South Alabama at Troy, six thirty p.m. on Thursday. ESPN two. The battle for the belt. This is the big like, uh, like wrestling belt trophy, which is amazing. The, I was doing some some maths today and realized that out of all the Sun Belt West versus Sun Belt East games, there's only been one Sun Belt West win over a Sun Belt East team. And that was Troy over Georgia State. Otherwise, every Sun Belt West team has lost their East game so far. That tells you how the Sun Belt is stacked this year. 
And then, of course, Thursday night ACC action. Wake Forest at Duke, 6.30 p.m. on ESPN. Sure, that game exists. Okay, they granted one second. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Never goes well. <laughs> um, so NIU has 89 yards to cover, and they need a touchdown and extra point to win. Right. Hit me with that pitchy-pitchy woo-woo. Yep, I know how this goes. Okay, go. go for it. Yep. I'm sorry. It is. It is. Oh God, I I couldn't tell the yard marker. Oh, they're racking it up. The refs couldn't tell either. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. I love this. I'm live commentating a game that's going to be two days old by the time you listen. Oh to yeah, it. it's going to be great. It's great. Mm-hmm. All right. So it is on the. Yes, it, I, I did have it right. The refs had it wrong. The commission was correct. 89 yards to go. They need a touchdown. One second left. Let's see what. Let's see what uh, NIU does. They throw short. Then there's the first pitch. Pitch back to the tight end. It's a fumble. Central Michigan recovers. And the chips go. win. Oh, that, that wasn't a pitch to the tight end. That was a pitch to a lineman. It, it was a pitch <laughs> to a lineman. I, I, that's true. There's definitely there was a lineman. I apologize. It is hard to see. I'm watching TV on my little phone right now. <laughs> Continue. Okay. Then on Friday, we have on ESPNU at 6 p.m. Princeton at Dartmouth. Princeton, you suck. I was once forcibly ejected from a Princeton eating club. Now, how forcibly? Uh, I was, I was asked to leave, and when I did not leave, two large gentlemen made me leave. Why were no, you asked forcibly. to leave? Because I was stealing pool balls. <laughs> Why? Because I, because I was in college and I stole shit. No, no. How? How is the question that I would oh, like to have answered? Super what is the method? Super of the obviously putting them into like my hoodie, po- my hoodie like <laughs> hand pockets, and I was like clinking around too. I multiple. wasn't sure if you were going like, okay, down my pants. Here we no, go. No, no, it was like in my hoodie like pockets, and they were clinking together. So I, uh, I was forcibly ejected, ejected from a couple of uh, from the one eating club. The other one I was not ejected from. Did they reclaim the pool balls before they tossed you out on your ass, or they, did they you did. just end up with free pool balls? No, they did. They 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 claimed the pool balls. They did not, however, get the. Uh, uh, I, I I managed to swipe a little like mini crest of their. I think it. I think the the, the eating club was like quadrilateral or quadrangle. I can't remember what it was called, but. Um, I, I swiped like a little like crest or something like that. They didn't find that. How many days in college were you able to go between thefts? <laughs> okay. You have to like, okay. <laughs> theft, the length of that is, pause says zero. Theft is, theft is, I mean, it's just like, if I sneak into a secret society and I take, for example, a dragon bong that we ended up calling Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> for like, example. For example, I don't consider that to be a theft. You're borrowing him. I was, it was more like a, more like a Robin Hood thing, really, because it's a secret society. So I was really, you know, liberating these things. What is that? Yeah, this is really? so fucking Ivy League. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy the Robin Hood argument more if you yourself did not also attend the Ivy League school. It, it's hard to defend that. I, I understand that. Like this is not maybe great... if you go to Cornell. Maybe it, Cornell well, okay, gets to so, pull the so, Robin Hood so, argument. So at some point, my fraternity, I we realized that the charter that we had for our fraternity up on the wall was not actually the charter for our fraternity. It was Cornell's chapter. Hmm. I don't know how it got there. Christ. It wasn't our charter, but it was Cornell's. Yeah. We just never told him about it. 
I'm going to put up a workplace accident sign in front of my computer here that says it has been this many days since someone conve- confessed to a crime on the podcast. This is petty crime. This is petty theft. You can just pin that one at zero, I think. All right. Um, don't tell me. Don't tell me what type of pool table it is. I'm not. I'm not going to buy you if it was a bumper pool table or a normal pool table. I'm going to believe it's a snooker table. Um, uh, that's that's it what would, it is. No. It would, no okay, no, I will tell you. No, I don't care you. what you say. It, it is a snooker table. Uh, that there were a lot of balls on the table. They were also. They were, they were like, "Oh, we should." They're like, "Oh, we should play quarters. Oh, we should play Beirut." And I was, we brought we brought our own ping pong battles because we wanted hold to on, play hold pong. On. There's a game called Beirut. Uh, this does not seem. Yeah, Beirut. What is Ivy this? League? Beirut oh is God. the one where you Beirut's the one where you throw the ball into the cup. Beirut is beer pong. Yeah. To people in the Ivy League and people from Baltimore only. Yeah, I but we but we played we played pong, which is with paddles. Uh, okay, oh, we'll okay. do it. We'll, yeah, we'll no, do we it. Have we'll a do friend it. in college. We'll do, that it, I we'll do it. We'll do an off season. We'll do an off season story yeah, about about that. No, we're no, gonna learn that before all the, the Ivy League people into the sun. That's what I'm getting out of this. Oh, I I I I don't disagree with that. I I I expect to be against the wall when the revolution comes, and I think I deserve it. It's fine. Anyways, Dartmouth wins that game because Princeton fucking sucks. Uh, we also have Boston College at Syracuse at 6.30 right, on ESPN. And uh, Syracuse looks bur- broken. And even though it's a weird one, like a Friday Night Dome game, I'm still seeing Syracuse minus two and a half. Why? I don't trust this shit at all. No. I absolutely do not trust that shit, even against Boston College. There are some games where, like, I used to know some people who set lines in Vegas, and this makes me want to, like, make some phone calls and be like, can you explain? Like, show your work. Yeah. See me after class. Mm-hmm. It's a big, like, a big circle. Like, on my rubric, like, this is not mm-hmm. past. This is not past my rubric. No, it does not. So the, the typical line for Vegas, just the general rule, is if you're at home, you get your favorite by three. Mm-hmm. So Syracuse is, is favored by less than three. So it's two and a half. So the, Vegas is not necessarily confident either. BC is is a, a win away from a bowl game. If they what win a this wild, one, what a goddamn wild eligible. statement. Syracuse needs this to get one win away from a bowl game, um, which then Syracuse plays Pitt in Yankee Stadium, uh, plays Georgia Tech in in, in Atlanta, uh, and then they finish at home against Wake. So they need. They need this win. It should be fun. Is that an even or odd game against Georgia Tech? I think that's an odd game. So Georgia Tech just won, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this week they're supposed to lose. Then when Syracuse plays Pitt, Georgia Tech should win. And then Georgia Tech should lose against Syracuse. Yep. According to the the methodology of the win-loss, win-loss. And uh, then they beat Georgia. The Oh my God! Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Please do that. Yeah, and lose their bowl game. It's perfect. Uh-huh. Please, yeah. please, bees. I don't think Syracuse needs to win this one to keep the scenario that all ACC teams become bowl eligible alive, but it will definitely help it. And it, ACC is one of two conferences that is still alive for all teams being six and six. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mathematically. <laughs> The ACC, I mean, the ACC has been perfecting math while we watched for years. Mm-hmm. This makes perfect sense. The, the more I'm seeing what happens when conferences get rid of divisions, the happier I am. Because it, Every- it turns into just a morass in the middle. Mm-hmm. 
listen, any good physicist will tell you that there is beauty in a closed system. And the ACC understands that. And I think that's what's important here. Yeah. The ACC is inelastic collisions, the football game. The football game. <laughs> I, I do want to talk a little bit about our seven o'clock game on Friday. It's Colorado. The ACC is a frictionless plane. It is Colorado State at Wyoming. This is the border war. And this had to have, we had to have come across this either last year during this season or it was for one of our best seasons of all time. I can't remember which it was for. It was. It was the best season of all time, I think, for Colorado State. Okay, so uh, which was Colorado A and M Aggies, I believe, at the time. So I want to tell the story of the first game they played because if you look at the if you look at the board, this is called the Border War or the Battle for the Bronze Boots. Either way, the Bronze Boots, the trophy. Cool thing about the trophy, by the way, is that because Wyoming and Colorado State are so close together, they literally the they take the game ball and they uh, they run the RTCs like run uh, a relay to get the ball to the other stadium. And so they, they alternate, alternate, and then when they get to the state line, they pass it off to the next group and they run it, which is very cool. The trophy is also guarded by the ROTC of the unit of the team schooled at one. This game has been going around since playing has been played since 1899. This is the 115th version of this game. If you ask certain people, because the first game is very hotly contested. If you look at the record book, Colorado Agricultural wins 12-0 over Wyoming in Laramie. What I'm reading now is from the Colorado State uh, Athletics website. The feud between Colorado State and Wyoming began on Thanksgiving Day, November 30th, 1899 in Laramie before a heated crowd of Cowboys fans. It was the first season of Wyoming football and the first full season for football for the Colorado Aggies since it had been banned in 1894. Both schools were eager to play one another and on Thanksgiving holiday as well. This would mark the first time any Colorado State football team played outside the borders of Colorado and would go down as one of the most controversial games for many years to come. The Aggies, led by coach William J. Forbes, traveled to Laramie with Professor Edward House, who would act as the CAC representative on the officiating crew. That day, each school provided one of their own officials and House started the game as the referee. So, already great. You're bringing in refs who are professors at the school. It was reported by the Fort Collins Express, precursor to the Fort Collins Coloradoan, along with the collegian newspapers that the Wyoming crowd had been very loud and unruly towards the visiting Aggies. The two teams took to a windy field in Laramie, reportedly covered with rocks, and one of, one of the two Aggie brothers named Emi scored a quick touchdown to open the game. The Express article went on to report that Professor House, acting as referee, was, quote, insulted, cursed, and abused in a way that was new to him, at least. Every decision he made was questions if it happened to be unfavorable to Laramie. The Wyoming crowd would not only frequently berate House that they should have the second down when it was third down, but also frequently stormed onto the field, shaking their fists and canes at House and the visiting Aggies football team, cursing at them and saying, kill the whole outfit, mob them right there. After these violent actions, House had to stop the, stop the game, clear the field, and resume play without Laramie fans in the way of the game. Finally, after the first House... First half, House had seen enough of this action and traded with Wyoming's official, Mr. E.D. MacArthur, who then became the referee and House the umpire. Once this occurred, MacArthur is said to have favored Wyoming in its plays and did not allow the Aggies any fair breaks. In one event, MacArthur awarded Wyoming a first down, even after Aggie captain Newell asked for a measurement of the ball that clearly showed the Cowboys had missed it by more than one foot. The final straw came with only two minutes remaining in this strange and violent game. Professor House ruled that a Wyoming player had used his hands or arms to guard another player. It was known, 
as rule 17 in the official rules of the day was one that the umpire called, not the referee. When a player broke rule 17, the penalty would be for the team to the ball to surrender it to the opposing team at the spot of the foul. The rule continues to state that if the team refuses to abide by this rule, then they will forfeit the game. Referee MacArthur then declared that he himself overturned the penalty and that Wyoming should keep the ball and play continue. Professor House then took out a rule book, showing it to MacArthur, who slapped the book from his hands from House and yelled that he, quote, did not give a damn for the rules. Get that book out of my face. Professor House then called that the Aggies win the game 11-0 by forfeit and the boys from Fort Collins walked off the field. It was then that the Wyoming team, being directed by referee MacArthur to pick up the ball and run it in for a touchdown and thus claim the game is theirs by a score of 16-12. This incited a bit of a riot on the field, with Aggies quarterback Mills being struck in the head with a cane. And then... Somebody got smacked with a cane. Yes. And uh, the Colorado Agricultural President declared that Wyoming would never play this school in any athletic event ever again until a written apology from the university had been sent to him. The Laramie newspaper agreed with House's ruling as the umpire of the game. The writers of this Colorado newspaper continued to berate Wyoming fans in its December issue about the incident. And that is how this game started. And ever since then, having started with a riot and canes and rocks and everything else. It is, uh, yeah, that's how this border war continues on, which I love. This is a perfect Friday night game. Okay, folks, as usual, ACC network preview. Uh, let's see here, guys, which you think, which of the weird number ones do you think we're playing this week? Mm. You're muted. Pick girl. Pick girl, you're State. Muted. Everyone else. Florida yeah. state. Florida State and the double no Clemson. Uh, We got 91 Florida State and 81 Clemson. Mm. Mm. Wait, 91 Florida State or 1999? I was about to say, I was like, man, that doesn't sound right. Uh, We also (laughs) didn't get a replay of Boston College versus Syracuse for your breakfast. So if you don't want to watch a game day, you get that instead. And then for actual games, we have Campbell versus North Carolina. Campbell, what are you doing? Like, like, what, North Carolina, why are you have a Campbell game in the middle of this season? <laughs> the fuck is this? It's week nine, guys. Oh, they got to get over the hump. Ayo. They got to get over the hump. Then we have Virginia Tech at Louisville <laughs> and Miami at NC State. All great games. I'm super excited to see what happens. Oh, no, NC they, State's not on the CW. No, they they're get not. Over the hump. That's going to be a problem. I, yeah, I, I heard it the first time. It was good. <laughs> Good. I just I didn't feel the need to pause and NC State. Oh. They they got to get over the hump and win. Not on the CW. I swear to God. On the CW in Texas, by the way, <laughs> we get things like uh, I get more Jack Hannas into the wild. I got pet dream pet vet dream team episode. These old bones. Doctor Andrew Marchevsky helps a young boxer to pop deal with painful arthritis. Damn it. I was hoping there was going to be a necromancer. Oh, well. Tim Faulkner helps a suburban family with a strange pest problem. I don't want to know. Then we have DFW Metro Pets, which I still need to watch. Around Texas with Chancellor John Sharp. Some paid programming. And then college football. Our game of the week is Georgia Tech at Virginia. Which is a game, again, I don't have a good outcome for. Haynes King, QB for Georgia Tech. 
has looked very good in the last couple games, but is basically a random number generator. And Virginia is very confusing as well. But after that, I get to watch Young Sheldon, 911, lots of Big Bang Theory. Oh, and then the movie for the night is Cowboys and Aliens, a movie that I actually enjoy an awful lot. This week's incongruous post-football game movie pairing in Central PA is Another Christmas Kiss followed by Cowboys and Aliens. Ooh. Ooh. And and once again, at 9 p.m. in Texas, we have Yellow Texas. A show that I absolutely still need to watch. Pittsburgh is also getting uh, both of those movies. The synopsis here for Another Christmas Kiss is... Sparks fly during the holidays when a woman kisses a billionaire playboy under the mistletoe. So relatable. Um, I just want to share something I found on the Pittsburgh. Uh, It's it's channel 22, the point, which became a CW affiliate just in time to air the first Pitt Cincinnati football game on the CW. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh didn't have a CW affiliate and they stepped in at the last minute and became the CW affiliate for Pittsburgh. Uh, But I want to share what comes immediately after college football and the CW in Pittsburgh, a half hour program called whacked out sports. (laughs) And then we also, so we also get Cowboys and aliens. We have a couple episodes of modern families and paid programming at 1030. On Saturday night, 247 Fighting Championships Brawl in the Berg 17. <laughs> is this, this, this like is a local? This is pre recorded. It says from July 15th, 2023 at Monroeville Convention Center. <laughs> <laughs> what boxing are they doing in Monroeville, Pennsylvania? It's I, not. It was just a. Ru- it was a rush on the pierogi stand, and things got violent. I, so. I don't know, but I I will point out that the Monroeville Convention Center, which is part of the whole Monroeville Mall complex, that is where they filmed Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. And Zach and Mary uh, make a porno. Yes. Ooh. Yes, that's right. Yep. Huh. Okay. Good to know. Good to we know. do love the Monroeville Mall. There we go. Okay. Well, I, like I feel like we this game. There's a game of the week this week, and I feel like we don't really have a like a much of a choice in it. It's Iowa at Northwestern at two thirty on Peacock at Wrigley Field. Like that's just. <laughs> like, Can I'll, you just say that again? Yeah, slowly? this is Iowa. Yeah, we're, we don't get to say it that many more times. Iowa at Northwestern at two thirty on Peacock at Wrigley Field. Oh. I, I, like what else do you want to do with this? That's just, that's it. The over-under on this game opened at like 29 and a half. <laughs> I, I mean, I... And I, I still would consider the under. <laughs> this is this is just like perfect made for us. And they're bearing this on the peacock for some reason. Because they know we'll pay for it. That's right. Right. This is, this is like our WrestleMania. Shit. God damn it. I'll have to... Does anyone even illegally stream Peacock? I don't even think so. Oklahoma Twitch streamer guy, your time is now. Mm-hmm. If only we had 100,000 people we could ask. My God, it says tickets as low as $82. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm just giving them away. I was running through and looking at that 
when I was uh, making the list for the $10 ticket games of the week. And there are a few that it's like, okay, Ohio State Rutgers, $43. Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess Ohio State comes to town. I guess you pay for it. I'm not, but, I'm not paying. Oh my, like, I guess this Wr- is a Wrigley field game and that's probably why those are so high. Yeah. But and because you get, you get like some money alumni in Chicago that are come to this. I, I, oh. Hey girl, do you think there's any way they would let you and I operate the Wrigley field scoreboard during this game? There's only one way to find out. We can ask nicely. Are are you familiar with the Wrigley Field sport, uh, scoreboard? It I it's a like a manual, manual scoreboard, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin has shown us all all season long that it's not just Iowa that can't score in the big in the Big Ten East, West. Sorry, the West. There are no teams right now currently averaging twenty five points a game. None of the Big Ten West teams are averaging 25 points a game. Iowa is the worst, yes, but Wisconsin, the, the scoringest team in that division, is under 25 at 24.75. When when they blend this Big Ten up together next year and they add four offense-happy West Coast schools, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be like an emulsion that breaks. This is my bechamel that like shatters. And I don't can't... scramble the Hollandaise, kids. Yes, like this is this is gonna break. I I feel like I, I feel like us losing uh, Brian Ferentz, our beautiful boy, is just a harbinger of the death of a, of a wonderful era. I hope it's not, but I f- I feel as if like someone walked across the grave of the Big Ten West this week. It, it also feels bad and wrong to say this, but like, have we been unfair to Brian Ferentz? Was the Ferentz line set too high? I mean, in that case, it wasn't it Brian Ferentz being unfair to Brian Ferentz because he did agree to it. I mean, uh, I, I guarantee you it was set too high. I don't think yeah. anyone else realized. How- I mean, when they first announced it, we're like, oh, no, that's too many. I don't think we realized it was that many too many. I thought he'd get close. I mean, they're averaging, I think they were at like 18.7. Like they're averaging a full point per game higher than they were last year. Uh, let me I, find I, the exact that doesn't make number it, I, here. That, like, that doesn't He's make it better. Two, sorry, two full points per game higher. They were at 17.7 points per game last year. Hey, like, that's I'm not progress. Saying, I'm not saying that's at all good, but like... But here's the thing. For the most part, that's enough. Uh, right. No, they're, they're, yeah. I mean, they're clearly winning games like this. It's enough. But when you, again, when you throw everything into no divisions next year, you can't get away from this anymore. You're going to have to play things like Oregon, where I, they're just going to, oh, God. When's the first USC-Iowa game? <laughs> That's because the, 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 Listen, the, movable, the movable object. I have, I have needs. I have dark, dark needs. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that looks like. The last time uh, Iowa played USC, the score was 49 to 24 in favor of Iowa. Yeah. That, that was a Brian Ferentz special, I believe. No, that was the Holiday Bowl. Okay. In... okay. Yeah, it was, in tw- it was in 2019. So, yeah, we may have. Yes, that was a Brian. Yeah, that was Brian. Special. Yeah. That was 20. Iowa goes to USC in 2025. Okay, well. 
guys, uh, my in-laws have plenty of extra bedrooms. So <laughs> congratulations. We got a place to stay. This, I wish I could distill the face that Pit Girl is making right now. <laughs> Wonderful. Other games that are definitely towards the top for us this week. Charlotte at Tulsa. Now that I know Tulsa is so fast food heavy, this sort of maybe explains why they're kind of a little slow. They've just maybe eating too much. Tulsa has been thrashed two weeks in a row now. And Charlotte is coming off a game that they took a penalty. They had a penalty going into halftime because they were so fighty. This is going to be just a mess. Their coach also compared their game last week to sausage being made. Because so it was, quote, also a mess. Horrifying. <laughs> because it was horrifying. I, My wife, who does not give a shit about college football, I told her that quote and even she laughed. <laughs> because that was so insane. No, this game might get real gross, and I'm here for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another one that's up there, another Big Ten West beauty, Illinois at Minnesota. This is 2.30 p.m. on the Big Ten Network. I thought this, this was not a trophy, a trophy game. game. I thought it was. It so I, I pulled up the list of like Big Ten you know, trophy games. I thought for sure Minnesota and Illinois was a trophy game, one that I'd always forget about. Um, but no, apparently it's not. Well, what, what, would be, what would be the trophy you'd forget about? Like, what would you I, say it is? I, I had no idea. It's just something, you know, I have no idea. This is like a, like a container of some sort. This is a bucket the, or a, or the, a cask. The, the, the land of lakes, Lincoln. The land of Lincoln Lakes. The butter trophy. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I like the, that. Ooh, the an actual butter trophy. dish. The yeah. casserole dish. The old casserole dish. The old casserole. The old hot dish. The crock pot. Once again, Beth, we're going to grade your closet and just start giving out trophies. That's fine. Who the wants the old crock pot? Oh yeah, you can have the one, the brown one that kind of looks like the '70s were distilled into one object. Yeah, the old that'll be a good one for the you. Old, That's the one we use for dip. The old That's brown crock pot without the old brown, brown crock pot with the plug yeah. without the without with a two prong plug. Oh, absolutely! You don't need a ground. No. That's what's good. It might turn it off. We don't want that. Yeah. What are you afraid of? Fires? Oh, by the way, this thing doesn't have a keep warm setting. What do you think? What are you crazy? <laughs> it has one setting on. It has one setting, crock. Yeah. And the, and the knob hasn't really worked that well since it kind of half melted back in the 90s. It's fine. It still makes a mean dip. A, very, a mean dip is in, as in the plastic is melting into that dip and it will be very mean to you. Well, yeah. How else do you get the Velveeta in, to incorporate? Yes, you're right. <laughs> we already talked about Georgia Tech and Virginia at 1 p.m. on the CW. I'm again going to say I love Haynes King. I don't know what they were doing to that poor, beautiful boy at AM, but now that he's at Georgia Tech, he looks like a goddamn magician and just plays like his hair is on fire, which is what you want to see in an ACC quarterback. Yeah. I love him. My, so. my only note on this game is I'm very sad that Anthony Calandria is not currently starting for UVA because having the two of them on the field at the same oh, time. It would just be hair on fire. Someone said a very, someone said that, uh, that, they're going to look up one day. I think it was Matt Brown being going to look up one day and see that like Haynes King is like a, like a Heisman finalist in three years because he's someone who just plays when he plays well, he plays so well, but when he doesn't, it is bad. UCF at Cincinnati, 2 30 PM on FS one. Someone's going to get their first big 12 victory. 
And by someone, I think it's UCF because Cincinnati mm-hmm. looks really bad. It is. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't even know what to say is that Cincinnati right now, except I hope it gets better for them. UCF has looked okay. John Reese Plumley has looked okay. I mean, barring last week, yeah. Well, did you see that? You that UCF actually had a higher success rate than West Virginia in that game. <laughs> of course they did. Yep. That, that makes perfect sense. Statistically, UCF should have won that game. I I mean, they should have won that game. But, but but at no point did that game feel like it was out of control for West Virginia. That was the crazy thing. Except at three points, they handed us touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Flipped 21 points off our it. score and added to theirs. And look what happens. Yeah, that's basically it. It's beautiful. And then ULM at Southern Miss at 3 p.m. on ESPN2. Miss, you can get this from for $2. $2. Two dollars. Two American dollars. I mean that that's the same amount of wins that ULM has. So what is what is the bet? Because your sister right. you, you went, your sister went to Southern Miss, correct? Yes. So this is the sibling rivalry in the Sun Belt, the Sun Belt sibling rivalry. So I I was like, okay, I needed a bet. So I, I messaged my my sister. I was like, hey, let's let's make a bet about the ULM uh, Southern Miss game. She responds, no, <laughs> just 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 no. And I was like, I was like, just, you know, I'm trying to get a bet for the podcast. It's like, just something silly, like not money or anything like that. She's like, okay, I'll do something silly. So she was like, run the idea past me. I'm like, okay, let's, 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 I don't know, maybe just wear some silly hats for Thanksgiving. Just something stupid. Like wear one of those turkey hats. Cause I know your in-laws are coming and my in-laws are coming for Thanksgiving and they want serious Thanksgiving photos. So let's, let's be required to wear a turkey hat the whole day. Like she was it. like, she was like, no, that's lame. Okay. I'm like, okay, fine. Like, what do you want? And then she becomes evil. <laughs> so she says, uh, basically, you have to wear your Halloween costume out sometime in November if you lose, and you have to post to social media all day at least five times <laughs> in your Halloween costume. I love it. So I may have to post to my Instagram stories. I am not tweeting because people in this podcast follow me. I'm not doing that. But I have a coward. chance to, have to you be coward. I would mean, nah, right, we, we may reconsider that. But we'll um, post it on the main. I'll, I'll just put a sicko space in your on the main account. We'll just put uh, it on the main account, man. Sure, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, uh, not my sister though. We'll leave my sister alone if it's if fun, you yeah. if yeah, you wins. Yeah. I I I don't think we're gonna have that problem. So don't worry. <laughs> oh. I, I'm definitely going to be Fred Flintstone. It's fine. Oh, you are you are absolutely going to be Fred Flintstone, just so we're clear. Guaranteed. Like I think ULM is maybe probably done winning games for the rest of the year. How many how many times did you say did you say yabba dabba do tonight? Not many, because nobody knew the catchphrase because they they thought I was cereal. Did you go? We are Flintstones kids. No. Ten million strong and growing. No, I didn't. God. Okay, so there used to be these vitamins, pick girl. <laughs> <laughs> they're still there mm-hmm. yeah, those still the, those still exist yes yeah they had a song yeah i don't know the jingle i know the gummies exist i don't know the jingle the guy who wrote the, the gummies g- there were no gummies back in the day no 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 these were like these were like hard tablets these were like hard tablets yeah you chewed on them and they turned into powder that launched itself into your molars with the fury of a thousand suns and bonded there and probably remain there still unto this very day that sounds unpleasant no thank you 
There is one. There's one dude who wrote that jingle that also wrote a ton of other jingles. Uh, Marty O'Donnell also wrote the Mr. Clean jingle as well as a bunch of other stuff too. It's really interesting. I know the Mr. Clean jingle. Yeah. One of my favorite things is like random composers that are very famous for composition but made their start doing jingles. Julie Giroux is my favorite example of that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Julie Giroux is a famous band composer. She's incredibly gifted and incredibly talented. Her first major composition that li- she literally bought her house with the proceeds from is the Meow Mix song. <laughs> yep. Yep. If you, can, if you can do a great composition with 10 seconds, then when you yep. get an hour, it's way easier. Yep. Okay. Other games. Houston at Baylor, 230 on ESPN Plus. I don't know which coaster is going to be worse. The Cougar Coaster or the Baylor uh, barrel roll? I don't know. It's a barrel going over Niagara Falls at this point. Let's be real honest about this. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a cask of Dr. Pepper about to crash in out the falls. Uh, also at this is a weird one, guys. Hawaii at Nevada, 3 p.m. on the Team One app. There are several things that are weird about this. Yeah, so I I don't know even how to, to even like. Daytime Hawaii. Right. On the mainland, but still on Team One for some reason? For some reason, yes. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm pretty sure when I looked at the Spectrum, like Spectrum Hawaii package, it's like nine games. Which means that I guess that's tied into this. Hmm. This question is like, is can Hawaii turn it around? Probably not. I would like a month ago I would have said, oh, a trip to Nevada, like you're gonna win this one. This is a get right game. But Nevada has looked spicy, and this could be three in a row for them, which is again a wild ass statement from a month ago. I know when I'm trying to get my life together, the place I need to go is Reno. Yes. Oh yeah. The best decisions are made in Reno. I went to Reno and things turned out great is a sentence people often say. You, Yeah, mm-hmm. you and Dana Holderson have said that and no one else. <laughs> I stayed at the Golden Nugget in Reno and things were fine. Do they have a Golden <laughs> Nugget in Reno? I think they do. I don't even know Reno casinos because like all the jokes are just like, I don't know these casinos. Because I literally the Klondike is one. Let me look. You got the Gold Dust West. Okay. Let's look up classic Reno casinos. There we go. Apparently, I can't work Google anymore. It's all the AIs now. The AIs are getting in your head. The oldest casino that is left in Reno is Club Cal Neva. Neva? Neva? Neva. Which opened in 62. Have, have there ever been so, any movies about casino heists in Reno? The only thing I know about Reno is Reno 911. Like anything else, I have no concept of what's in Reno. That's entirely my history of like my knowledge of that place. Five Against the House, a 1955 movie. Four vets attending college on the GI Bill and a cabaret singer try to rob a Reno casino and pull off the perfect crime. Oh, hell yes. I gotta find this now. Like, no. Movie night when. Yep. Yeah. Five Against the House. I'm going to grab this trailer. Like any, like any, like any good podcast, we are now branching out into movie reviews. It's great. While Beth does that, we also have. It's on Tubi. So there's, there's your sickos tie in. Perfect. 
we have Miami, Florida, NC State at 7 p.m. on the ACC network. NC State being off the CW, I am way less interested in them because I feel like they belong on the CW. How about Stanford at Wazoo at 8 p.m. on the Pac-12 network? Huh. Yeah. Pac-12 after dark in Pullman is always fun. This is also much more interesting than it would have been a month ago because... Stanford did Spicy something interesting Stanford. recently, and Wazoo is like sort of sloping downwards, which yes. means that we could end up at the like the crossroads of like, oh, this is going to be spicy. It could be extremely weird. Speaking of also extremely weird, how about Oregon State at Colorado? This is going to be so stupid. This is going to be so e- fucking stupid on 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 ESPN. This is going to be immensely immensely stupid, and the entire universe is going to watch it. So, you know, they've had trouble keeping Shadow Sanders upright. And they're going to need to pray for him again because Oregon State is 12th in the country in sacks per game at 3.25 sacks per game. F. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, six tackles. That number is going to go up. And six tackles for loss per game. Like, Oregon State is good at getting there and taking people out. It's entertaining. And... I'm afraid that this is going to be a bad thing for them. Also, both teams had disappointing games last week, which means they're going to come in throwing haymakers. And they're going to miss. That's the fun thing about throwing haymakers is sometimes you take a big swing and you fuck it up. And I'm so excited to see what happens here. I think Oregon State wins this, but I don't know. And I think that's the fun part of Pac-12 After Dark. Sorry, Pac-12, Big 12 after dark, as it will soon be soon to be known. Did you guys know that Marshall and App State do not have a trophy? Does that feel weird to you? Not really. I feel like these, like this is, it's called the Old Mountain Feud. That's the actual name of the game, apparently. This is also, by the way, our Sicko Shirt Showdown for the week. We have a great Marshall shirt that, that's going to buy 20 of them, I'm sure. And we also have beautiful Yosef yellow uh, App State shirts, which I'm very excited about. Beth, you want, just, you want to get 12 of your size? I, I mean, I'm maybe. I, I guess I'll have to wash my car at some point. <laughs> Homefield shirts are very, very soft. I'm sure they would be good for the paint. Yeah. Beth is going to come out and be like with her ruler and straight edge being, even this shirt's crooked. <laughs> no, homefield shows are crooked. They're fine. They're wonderful. Yeah. This this does feel like it needs to have a trophy. That having been said, Homefield, if you make like a printing error and you accidentally like screw up the Marshall logo and put it sideways, <laughs> I will buy that shirt. And I will buy it at full price. So apparently App State and Western Carolina used to play for the old mountain jug. I put a picture of it in the chat. And it is basically an old like shine jug. And one side, it's the Western Carolina Catamounts. And the other side, it is the App State Mountaineers. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is something that absolutely should come back. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think Marshall will be a perfect team to have it for because they're going to play each other for the foreseeable future now. And this feels like a good rivalry that we need to get in place. So let's, we'll work on this. And get, I hope this is a stupid game. It should be because both of these teams are sort of like App State's really not doing great this year, but Marshall has been stumbling lately. They started out hot and they're kind of stumbling into this part of the year. 
I feel like this is going to be a good way to this rivalry to really kick and have some fire to it. I'd be excited for this. But it's it's got to be like a shine thing, right? Like a super Appalachia like shine jug or I don't know. What else? Beth, what else is super mountain? A still. Just it's play old. for a still. Perfect. Nobody, cool. nobody plays for a still. And it's even better if you play for a real still. Hmm. Don't let the revenueers know where it is, but I mean, that's, you know, that's obvious. You got to be very, very careful when hoisting it so you don't damage it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what still, you, still with the what copper strip we out. We won geocaching coordinates. Yeah, the actual prize is just a slip. The actual trophy is a slip of paper with some uh, latitude and longitude coordinates mm-hmm. on it that the coach wrote down. Like, <laughs> Well, or it's like those really big stones the that the one Pacific Island Society used as units of account where the stones don't move and you just keep a list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect. With that, I will do our plugs for today. The first one, of course, is Home Build Apparel. Offer code <laughs> yes, ha ha ha, yes, three ha's for 15, 15% off your first order. Or for 25% off, we have our Sicko's Shirt Showdown. This week it is Marshall versus App State. Those shirts are great. The Marshall Green is one of Commission's favorite shade of green, of course. Although all shades of green are his favorite shades of green. And oh, then yeah. App State, we have that beautiful yellow shirt with the Yosef on it. Uh, a lot of those shirts that from earlier this season are no longer available because they're just sold out. We said that as shirts go, that's what yeah. happens. So if you want it, jump in now, grab it now before the sizes get out. Yeah, we, we had about half of them go out so i uh, just you know again act act now then we have our patreon slash discord for five dollars a month come and yell at us in real time about the things that we do help us figure out where sam houston state got their fight song from that's currently my rabbit hole i talked to the direct band director at sam houston he does not know where, where it got it from so oh, a great start yeah it's a great start so uh, there's does a, he have a grad assistant and are they bored? So apparently there is a Sam Houston State alumnus in the Coast Guard band that he has pointed us to that might have more information than us. We're trying to at least now pinpoint when it started because their best guess is around their third name change. So we're figuring this out. But you can help us with this project if you are in the uh, in the Discord for five dollars a month. You also get access to Kamish's Corner, our special podcast where Kamish talks about all the weirdest things he can find, like seasons with 40 ties or the kangaroo kicker, the kicker that was so famous he had to fake his own death. It's wonderful. We have a merch store at sickoscommittee.org with some wonderful winter and fall gear. Go get that. Message Board Geniuses podcast is a great thing to listen to along with ours because they delve into the parts of the world that we refuse to go. And lastly, our Substack, where we talk, we have our weekly recaps in the old timey 1900s writing style and a bunch of other stuff on there for our more long form written stuff. So follow us there. You can also follow us, of course, on Instagram and on Blue Sky and on, I don't know, I'll YouTube? get a, uh, YouTube. Yep. Maybe yeah. I'll, get a v, I'll get a VK.com account and I'll just post post free fonts. I don't know. Follow us on TikTok, which apparently somebody squatted on that name for us, and I don't. Know I think, I think it. it's one. Of, I think it's one of our people. Okay, I'm. I'm going to credit. Be, it might be Joey. Credit the Canadian right. correspondent with yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. I'll do TikTok dances now. Dance Look at me. I'm doing a TikTok. No Pit girl is 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 completely shocked by your attempt to Look, do a TikTok. I'm too old for TikTok, so 
if I get I on just, TikTok, the cops are going to show up at my house. I'm 99% sure. I just, yeah, I, I'm not doing TikTok. Sorry, I'm out. You're not going to do I, the, the TikTok? I have, I have ticked one talk, but only once. And I think I won the platform. So I'm go. done now. Our stuff has appeared on TikTok. My Brian Ferentz little like clowner, might and clowner thing has appeared on TikTok mm-hmm. before, uncredited, but I'll yeah. take that. To be clear, I, I observe TikTok, but I do not make TikTok and never will because I am too old to do anything but observe it. Do we, do we need to make like Instagram shorts now too? Is that something people do? YouTube it's, shorts, yeah. What about what about, what about the, what about the fleets? Was that a thing? Remember, remember when fleets were a uh, thing? Yeah. Fleets are now florps. I actually we do all these up. things. We can do all these things, guys. What if what if we get on? No, Vine's not around anymore. Uh, we should get on to. I'm gonna get out my camcorder and record me a Vine. I uh-huh. mean, our favorite podcast is streaming on LinkedIn now. So that is that is true. We should get on LinkedIn too. We should get on LinkedIn. I, I can't. I can't definitely use my real name on LinkedIn. I, I got harassed in my real job off of that, so I had to delete it. So yeah, so I don't Sickers really have much. LLC. Not because we have business. Yeah, exactly. Not because of this. Not because of this. It not because of this. It was. It was something yeah. else. Yeah, this this lady was not uh, all there. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, more games this week. Mitsu at New Mexico State, five o'clock on ESPN Plus. So New Mexico State, we have we have worked this out. Colin Devers helped us out with this. That because of the Hawaii game, to lock in a bowl, they need to get to seven games. They need to be seven and six because if they're six and seven, they can go. They'd be the first up if all the six and six teams got picked, and basically they would be the next team up. But don't fuck with that. Just win this game. Beating Mitsu is totally within their their ballpark. This is at. New Mexico State in Las Cruces. I like this. Go New Mexico State. Navy at Temple at 1 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Who's the psychopath that wrote, I pledge to watch all of this game? Who did this? That's me. Kamish? It will be on the quad box. It'll be on the quad box. Seek help. Jesus Christ. No. I am. That's that's not healthy. No, I'm going to do it. Philly versus, you know. Annapolis, and it's going to be in in like the the Eagle Stadium. It's, you know, I, I'm watching this. It's on. It's going to be on the quad box, so it'll be there. I I the love that time. you're lightly cutting out too, because yeah, you're, you are you're lightly cutting out, which sounds like the internet is trying to get you to stop doing this. Yeah, your internet is protesting. Okay, they don't want me to put Temple and maybe on the quad box. Oh my. God. Cool. I don't think so. I think the internet's telling you that this is a bad idea. Okay. Your well, router has launched a formal me. protest. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm glad. Someone okay. has to do it. All right. And if the allows you me, and I'm... you and Liam from Well, that's your problem. This <laughs> yeah. is your problem. Are there two I'm people just who are going to watch on that podcast? I'm I'm angling to get on that podcast, oh, even I, though I've never think... listened to it. But have you never listened to them? They're great. No, they're hilarious. Yeah, they're a great like three hour long podcast. Jesus, yeah, I don't. How about BYU at West Virginia, Beth? How are you feeling about this one? I pledge to watch all of this game because I'm broken inside. Are you going to this one? (laughs) Yes. 
At yes, s- I am. So 6 p.m. on FS1. Uh-huh. I- I'm going to have a rehearsal all morning, and then I'm going to have another rehearsal in the afternoon, and then I'm going to go watch this game. Hooray! Uh, this game will move to Fox if the World Series is over by then. I don't think the they fact- let you do that in person. Like just they just put the World Series on in front of us, uh, and we don't have to. The Rangers, the, the Rangers tried to fuck around and find out tonight. By the way, it is they won eleven to seven, but the uh, Diamondbacks scored six points. Six points? You call them points? Run, <sighs> runs in the last two innings. I know baseball. Mm-hmm. Score points in baseball. So, I I'm actually curious about this game. Because I want to see what sort of BYU fan comes wandering into Morgantown. That's I am so curious about oh this. Oh my god! Is this mm-hmm. is this the weirdest culture class in the Big Twelve right now? It's a weird one. It sure is a weird one. I think this is weird, weirder than Baylor. Yeah, I'm I'm just so curious. Like I'm imagining a BYU fan walking through the blue lot. Just going through that experience. I'm I'm picturing them like in the in the like Mormon, like I'm oh, yeah. on my mission. <laughs> hello. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Right. That is playing in my head right now. The, like, the opener. Hello. Yep. My name is Elder Price. Uh-huh. And I do not want to drink the moonshine you gave to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? It's not it's just gonna be like a BYU fan. <laughs> It's not just going to be an A fan. It's going to be a lot of them because they tend to travel really well. That is true. And my experience. And I, I assume that if there is any number of Mormons in West Virginia, they will be at this game as well. I'm sure there's Mormons in West Virginia. There are probably some who are on their mission who are going to show up for this game. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. I'm excited for this. I'm excited a for perfectly you. normal football atmosphere that will break out. Mm-hmm. Mormons versus mountains. Done. Done. Texas A&M and Ole Miss on 11 11 p.m. on ESPN. Kamish, what was your prediction? 11 p.m.? A.M. 11 Uh, a.m. Night game in Vaughn Hemingway. (laughs) (laughs) 11 11 p.m. SEC after dark. SEC after midnight. I have been in Vaughn Hemingway at 11 p.m. Stark after dark. It's not a place you want to be. No. no. After drinking all day? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. A 12-hour shift of drinking. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So the full cast, the shutdown full cast, uh, stated to make incredibly bold predictions that will come true. Uh, And... So I, I made a prediction that was kind of out there, of course. But, you course. know, let, let's see how it goes. So my prediction on my, my personal Twitter, um, some of you may know it. I'm not advertising that. You can follow if you want to. Uh, but the premonition for Commissioner Damas here says, Ole Miss beats Texas A&M. A&M then fires Jimbo Fisher. Then the week after that, Ole Miss then beats Georgia. A&M then hires Lane Kiffin after beating Georgia immediately from Ole Miss. Like, there's no delay. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they've hired him, and he, he leaves Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss then loses to ULM and Mississippi State to end the year. Oh, my God. It, it is it is a, a weird chain of events. I'm just going to put it out there. It is not going to happen. But it, it's out there, and it's been tweeted as of August 22nd, 2023. It's as good as true when Commissioner Domus does it. I don't know, man. Commissioner Were you Domus. mildly concussed by baby when you tweeted that? Do you remember? What time was it? 
uh, 2.39 p.m. So that was the afternoon. I know. You're Um, probably okay at that point. I don't know. That could have been like when I had that that crazy, uh, you know, five-hour energy um, margarita thingy, whatever. So UCLA, Arizona, 9.30 p.m. on FS1. Again, night games in Arizona do not count. UCLA, do not worry about it. You're fine. Fish tank. Never fish to, tank. Whatever happens here doesn't count. It's totally fine. Tucson isn't real. Don't worry about it. There's bats in the stadium. Ooh. Ooh. Seasonal. Nebraska at, Nebraska at Michigan State, 11 p.m. FS. Sorry, 11 p.m. 11 a.m. FS1. <laughs> Is this. Are we going to get. Everything after oh dark. Oh, my God. Late Michigan night State, Lansing. East Lansing at 11 p.m. Oh, well, no, so that, that would make so it midnight dark. because it's, it's it's we go on central time. Yes, it so is. So that would be midnight. Oh, God. <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> midnight madness for the Michigan State spot. Nebraska can be bowl eligible with this win, which is amazing and wonderful, and I am so happy for them. Matt Rule needs this win. Matt Rule looks like a guy who just needs a win, and so I'm happy for him. I'm happy for <laughs> Nebraska. I was man. I was thinking about like those last Bo Pelini years when he was like winning nine or ten games a season, or even eight games, and everyone was like, "This is garbage. I hate this." Mean Dad is too mean. We want nice Dad. Get get Mike Price here. And then Mike Riley. Like, Mike Riley. Like, oh no, not, not Mike Price. Mike, sorry, yeah, no, wrong one. <laughs> that's not that's not that's not nice Dad. Uh, Mike Riley comes <laughs> in, and you're like, oh no. This this is nice. Dad. I don't like him either. We want we want fun dad. Get fun dad from Florida. No, we no fun dad sucks too. Get get weird dad who came who like you know worked in the NFL and now he just has a beard and wants to talk and be cool. Is the most Pennsylvanian guy alive? Mm-hmm. I still don't know how Matt Rule survived those years of Baylor. I still don't know how he managed to like survive Waco. Yeah, there's a reason he pushed the eject button when the Panthers came calling. Arkansas at Florida, 11 a.m. ESPN2. Nothing but haymakers, baby. Both of these teams trying to salvage something. Just wild haymakers, and people are going to, the shots are going to miss, and it's going to be beautiful. I'm assuming that this game is going to look like um, those videos of wildebeest trying to cross rivers in the Serengeti when it's full of Nile crocodiles. Yep. Except the crocodiles are also just like, I don't know, tripping on their own dicks as well. Right. I, this is, I, oh my God. I, KJ Jefferson or, comes to the ravine. Oh, a wild Florida gator attempts to tackle him. Real question. KJ, but he KJ is post Dan Enos, KJ Jefferson. <laughs> so. it's true. Real question, and I will abide by the way that the committee rules. I have Garrett Schrader and KJ Jefferson. Who do I start in my college football fantasy team? Oh, Christ. Oh, boy. Christ. Why do you have both of them? Because they were well, good earlier in the season. They were putting up a lot of points. They're not anymore. Here, I also have Kelly Atagavailoa, but they're playing Penn State, so I will not be playing him. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Frank Harris, who's like, putting up lots of points. It's it's Garrett, it's Garrett Schrader. That's what I thought. Against Boston yeah. College? Yeah. 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 Yep. But, oh, you made me oh, choose boy. that. I don't like it. You're welcome. Virginia Tech at Louisville, 2.30 on the ACC Network. Is Virginia Tech real, or is Louisville 
really that fraudulent. Louisville's fraudulent. Yeah. You're just saying that because you want to play down the one good win you have. No, I'm saying that because they're Louisville and they're inherently fraudulent. They beat Notre Dame. Yes, and? Make that make sense to me then if they're fraudulent. When was the last time Notre Dame made it through I made it through a year where they looked like they were pretty good without a just baffling game? That time that they got nuked into space by Alabama in the national championship game? Yeah. That oh, we had a lot of baffling games in that year. Uh, yeah, but you won all of them. We year. won all of them, but there was a lot of baffling in that season. The pit game in that season that is was true. baffling. That is true. <laughs> the the yeah. year, they were good. 2020. That was, they were in a conference. Yeah. That doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't count. No, it didn't happen. Yeah, if time, we're talking regular season, then that's the year because we got nuked in the postseason there. But, but yeah, like I, it just I I don't know. Like this, this feels so weird that like I I don't think Louisville's that fraudulent. I don't think Virginia Tech is that good. But I I don't also I also give you no reason that Louisville should like just run away with this game. I feel like Virginia Tech's going to keep it close. I feel like Virginia Tech's going to play well. And that weirds me out. Okay, you're going to have to help us workshop some things here, y'all. Because the next game, if you look at the show notes, we, Mish and I wrote some things down. Ooh, a bulleted list. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jacksonville yeah, State go. at South Carolina. Are let's we go. doing a dramatic reading of the we gotta bulleted read it. list? Please we gotta do read a dramatic reading out. of the list. Can I, do, can I do them all? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll go, go for them, Kamish. All right. So it's Jacksonville State. At South Carolina, we're looking for a name. Of by, this game. by the by the way, I put up Jacksonville State's logo in an Alabama outline, and our almost our entire timeline was like, "Wait a second, Jacksonville State's in Alabama?" Yes. Oh, then yes. and then some Jacksonville State fans were like, "You used the wrong one." I should have used Jack State. Jack which, State, which is right. a character right, from go. Mortal Kombat. Yes. So we know Jacksonville State and South Carolina are both called the Gamecocks, correct? No mm-hmm. cocks. That's right. Uh, they both say that. Uh, so I'm just going to read all the names and I'm going to say it and can kind of like uh, 80s guy movie voice, like the voiceover guy. So here we go. <laughs> the cock fight. The cockpit. The cock brawl. Cock of the walk. The hunt for red cocktober. <laughs> the battle of cock and grad. I don't know who. <laughs> that, was a great, that, that was a great. That was a great. Cock to the future. Rock around the cock. <laughs> cock till you drop. One night in Bangkok. Yeah, I like that one a oh lot. God. I like that one a lot. Oh. One noon in Bangkok. The cockness monster. Oh, I, I gave him a dollar. Uh, <laughs> rock, chalk, cock hawk. Johann Sebastian Cock. <laughs> the cock block. Lock, stock, cock and barrel. Cock, cock, who's there? <laughs> the cockadoodle duel. I like that. Okay. That one's so that one's good. So good. I like that. Yes. Yeah, the, so the wife, wife came up with that one. So I give her all the credit for it. And I think that's the one we're going to go with. Yeah. <laughs> for the graphic. The cockadoodle duel. It's, that's, it's really good. That's it's a good really one. good. Thank y'all. Uh, we may need to put an explicit tag on this one. No, we don't. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no explicit I, tags. I would say probably be careful which ones of these you Google. Also <laughs> that. I'm just going to look up One Night in Bangkok the way I spelled it. See what happens. Uh, nothing going in three, two. There's a, there's a song. 
There well, is. Well, so yeah, I, I know the song by Mary by Mary Head, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. One night in Bangkok. Which yeah. you shouldn't sing if you're in Thailand. You shouldn't sing it if you're in Thailand. Don't do that. Really? Huh, interesting. Yeah, it doesn't hey, go over well. Oh, okay. Hey there. Yeah, no, I'm getting lots of things here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. There <laughs> is there is a there is a uh, okay, well, adult DVD empire. There is a one night in Bangkok, yes. Mm-hmm. Texas Patty. Starring Texas Patty. Okay, there we go. Oh, I thought you were talking about North Texas and and, and the Roadrunners right after on the list. But okay. But yes. Uh, uh, yeah. I, would, I would ask what the plot is, but I really don't want to know. No, it's 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 fine. It's totally fine. I, I am going to look up also the, run, the Hunt for Red Cocktober just to see anything for that. Oh, God. Hey, man, we're running low on time here. You can, okay, you sorry, can sorry. Say sorry. North sorry Texas. I'll, I'll move. Fine. <laughs> fuck it. I'll move it along. Fine. Fine. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, we can go through some of these a little faster. UTSA at North Texas. North Texas is giving up 475 yards per game, the worst in the country. Uh, and you know what's funny? Also scoring enough to keep it close. The the quarterback that North Texas has is Chandler Rogers, and that was a problem at ULM. Uh, they couldn't stop anybody, and Chandler had to like score for everybody as much as possible, and they and they just could not stop anybody. So, uh, yeah. And now he's doing Sorry, it in the American instead. Chandler, I, we we miss you in, in Monroe. Please come back next year. Air Force versus Army in Denver, 2.30 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. This is at mile high. I feel like Air Force has the edge here. And Air Force clinches the Commander-in-Chief trophy with, with a win here. I mean, to be fair to Navy, it is kind of fundamentally unfair that they don't get to play underwater football ever. Yes. I feel like that's totally unfair. Or on an aircraft carrier, which we've proven you could do mm-hmm. if you just cared enough. That's the problem with college football. People don't care enough about it. Yep. Don't don't care enough. JMU at Georgia State. JMU feels like they're playing with fire lately, and this might be the fuck around and find out game du jour. This one really feels like a fuck around and find out game, especially because Georgia State's coming off of the loss against Southern. This feels like a fuck around and find out game for, yeah. for JMU. Okay. It's Bedlam this week. The last bedlam for a while. What could happen? Anything. I I will say that I I truly believe Oklahoma is going to beat that ass. Okay. And if I'm wrong, I will sing Boomer Sooner on the next podcast. Because wait, how, how's I, that? How's that a penalty? Like, shouldn't okay, have to be Oklahoma State something? That's fine, but I I, I okay. hate Oklahoma way more. I'll sing both of them. That's fine. Okay. Boom or sooner, I can boom I can sing the sooner boom boom mm-hmm. boom boom boom. I can sing the I, I'll sing the 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 the, the, the hand wavy song that Oklahoma State sings. I can do that. Okay, it's fine. Well, if you want to sing Boomer Sooner, go right ahead. I'll sing everything. Whatever. I just cool. I I there's I, Oklahoma State is ranked in the college. We have of course the one thing we haven't talked about tonight, and the thing that everyone's talking about, the college football playoff rankings came out tonight. Why would we talk about that? Exactly right. Uh, Oklahoma State is in the top 25, by the way. Why? Oklahoma State who got wrecked by South Alabama. So either they're recognizing South Alabama as a quality loss, okay. which I agree with, but I don't think the committee agrees with that. Four and four, four. South Alabama. Yeah. But anyways, Oklahoma State is ranked because I don't know what the fuck is going on because numbers don't mean anything. Whatever. Do they watch these games? No. No, yeah. no one watched that okay. one. For sure. Fine, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna join the conference call uh, next time. I couldn't make it this time because it was Halloween. Uh, yeah, we, we may have okay. gotten an invite to that, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I may attend. 
Ask questions. Please uh, do. No, no. <laughs> Howard. I'm going to get kicked out immediately. Hi, this is Terry from, what was Terry from? Terry from the, the Dabo call. call. Who was it? Terry oh. from. Oh, Tyler from Spartanburg. Tyler from Spartanburg. Yeah. Hey, this, hey, this is Tyler from Spartanburg. Yes. Uh, how about FAU at UAB at 2 p.m. on ESPN Plus? I, 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 you know, you put them two together. I think it sounds like an old Swedish car. It's a uh, fob. Faub. <laughs> they don't make those and much, anymore. And much like a faub, it also, it, every single one of them comes with one feature that you didn't ask for at all. Hey, these windows don't, you know, these windows are actually uh, not just water resistant, but they will not go down if you're in water. Yeah. Every time you open the gl- the glove compartment, it tries to spit out a cappuccino at you. That's Who knew not, why? It's fine. <laughs> I love the Swedes. ULL. Bob, born from submarines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Raging Cajuns at Arkansas State. I, the, the Red Wolves have been, I mean, they beat. ULM, but they always beat ULM. So I don't know. You can't can't count any of that. So right, uh, yeah. Butch Jones is, still has a job. We'll see how long that lasts. USF at Memphis, two p.m. on ESPN Plus. South Florida is four and four, two and two at home, and two on two in the road. Hmm. They are they are literally perfectly balanced. And I'm not even like, I, oh my god, USF is the most confusing the most confusing team this year hung so well with Alabama and then just has been, you said, you said there like, you know, when you were recovering from your, your back surgery or whatever, it's, it's not like a linear progression that yeah. you get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the USF is, is you attempting to recover from your back injury. So if we don't know what week, uh, what team will show up this week for South Florida. Can you, can you get groceries like a normal person? Or are you laid up on the couch for the entire weekend? Are you zonked out in painkillers watching college football at two in the morning? I don't know. That's right. That's right. Who knows? Who knows if we're getting to South Florida? Washington at USC at 6.30 p.m. on Big ABC. I am so excited about this game. Yeah. Because I'm excited to see future Iowa offensive coordinator Alex Grinch. <laughs> in his in his first job interview for that position i I think it's going to be wonderful Iowa's ready to move into a direction where they are being coordinated by someone who has a commitment to as many points being Uh scored as possible Uh oh we lost back to no 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 one wants us to watch this no one wants this podcast to go out we will fight it your router has also lodged a formal protest. This is uh, what I'm excited about this game is that it, like this is going to be a, the, the make or break for USC. Like, is this season good? You know, you're just, you're just frozen. I hate that. Yeah, you're fine. You're, I can hear you now at least. Okay. You're like four pixels, but we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah you're like, you're like 10 whole pixels. It's wonderful. I'm, I'm 10 pixels in a trench coat. Got it. <laughs> The fact that Alex Grinch is still employed blows my mind. I think at this point it is just out of pure spite for USC. USC, look at Iowa. You can do it. Right. Be free. Send him to Iowa. Notre Dame at Clemson at 11 p.m. on ABC. P.m. Sure. 11 p.m. Notre Dame at Clemson after dark. Again. God damn it. 
a.m. on ABC. Sure. Who knows? Why is this game this on is ABC? What happens when we don't get a normal Hawaii test? Jordan tries to put everything at 11, 11 p.m. <laughs> Everything's at 11 p.m. Fuck it. We're all staying up late for everything. Everything's the Hawaii test. Yes. Nobody uh, studied. Everybody gets the Hawaii test. Pop quiz. Pop quiz hot shot. That's Oops, right. All Hawaii test. Oops, all Hawaii test. I made an oops all berries joke to Alana the other day. She's like, what are you talking about? I have to explain this weird cereal that it was like for there for two years to make this joke make sense. Yeah. Don't make me go back to the, uh, how many variations there there were of Captain, Captain Crunch, Crunch yeah. website. Yeah. Tulane, uh, that in the chat. Tulane <laughs> at ECU at 1030 on ESPNU. It is literally the sea versus the pirates. And I got a feeling that the pirates are going to drown in a very deep ocean. Boise State at Fresno State on at 9 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. This is one of our later games, and that's good because this is classic Mountain West showdown. This is like what I want. Western Kentucky at UTEP, 8 p.m. on ESPN Plus. I you like Western Kentucky's been down lately, but UTEP is also very bad. This is this is good conference USA. If this were on a Tuesday, I'd be all over it. On a Saturday, I feel like it gets lost. That's that's the worst part about this. Like on a Tuesday, this would have been like, we'd be glued to this thing. But on a Saturday, this just gets swallowed. Kansas at Iowa State, 6 p.m. on ESPN. Primetime in Ames, baby. Can you do it, Kansas? Does the mean beam machine work in Ames? Utah State at San Diego State, 6 p.m. on FS something, depending on the World Series. San Diego State being like the most stodgy offense we've seen in a while versus Utah State being pretty crazy at this point should be interesting Coastal Old Dominion at 2.30 Coastal gets a bowl win with this Auburn at Vandy in the construction zone at 3pm UNLV at New Mexico at 5pm on the Mountain West Network with their awful score bug UNLV with this they're already bowl eligible UNLV uh, sorry uh, New Mexico loses this one they're basically out for a bowl and this was the team that was like guaranteed bowl baby their coach was we went for it which again not the best choice georgia southern at texas state does southern show up for this one does san marcus does texas state get the bounce back texas state has been a very intense place to play even last week where um troy even hmm. Troy showed up at Texas State and like ran into problems with the crowd because the crowd, the, the atmosphere at Texas State is very good right now. So we'll see what happens there. That one I'm keeping my eye on for sure. Kentucky at Mississippi State. That's like a weird one because it's at Mississippi State. They've been bad, but Mississippi State's tend to be better at home. And then one of the weird ones that I really like for this week, SMU at Rice oh. at 6.30 p.m. on ESPNU. Huge test for Rice. I don't think they win this, but if they can hang for like a half, that's a huge sign for them. Because like Rice has not been able to hang with teams like this. Now, Houston was very bad this year. We know that now. But if if Rice can keep it close for a half game, that says a lot about that team, I think. Also, SMU is definitely going to go for 69 points again. It's been two times. You can do it more than that. I also realized 69 points, It's it's kind of hard to get to right because you have to like the easy way to get there is what like 63 field field goals? Goal. 
Mm-hmm. If you like or, 63 and two field goals. For, I mean, or just 10 touchdowns and miss one extra point. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's the other one. It's, it's not easy to get to 69. Nope. It's nice. Though. That's what yeah, but like, no, but then, the thing you, but then your neck hurts and then it's no longer fun anymore. Let's be honest here. Okay. But um, hard, tr- hard truths on the podcast there we tonight. Go. Uh, Florida State at Pitt. Beth, you want? Uh, sorry, Picker. You want to say anything about this? Or um, Beth? You wanna, Beth, you want to say anything yeah, about Beth, this? Do you want to say anything about this? Um, no. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> no, either. But um, show notes do accurately point out that the last time FSU was in Pittsburgh, they won by twenty-eight. That was my first college football game in person ever. It was my first Pitt game as a freshman. Uh, it was rainy and it was not a great time to watch. You got to, you got to watch Jameis Winston though. Play, I right? did get to watch Jameis Winston systematically destroy us. Um, how much did that prepare you for your life as a pit football? fan? Reasonably adequately. I think the, the best education I could have gotten as a pit fan though, was my sophomore year where we fumbled four times in the first quarter against Georgia tech or five times in the first quarter resulting in four touchdowns. And lost the game 56-28, and then also lost to Akron that season. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2014 was a was a time. Mm-hmm. I'm going and to then... this game, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I, w- I wish I had enough time to get you a shirt with the pit logo, but in a chalk outline. <laughs> Just prepare it. I will pay to overnight this thing. <laughs> And then, Commission, why do you, why are you so hopeful about having Ohio State at Rutgers on every list we've come up with? I no, I want it to be the last game. I just want why? it to be the last ranked game. I just do it. I just do. I, I'm trying to will this to happen. I know it won't happen. I, so I that's just want on this to That's it. That's on I'm at so, 11 p.m. on CBS. 11, it's 11 p.m. on CBS. Ohio are, State are, at Rutgers are, after dark. Are you going to include the little like bet thing you put on here? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, it's just basically, I said on the podcast, it's like, if Rutgers beats Ohio State, I am going to Piscataway for a game next year. Done. Gonna get some Taylor ham. The commission to eat. Sure. Disco fries. Or the, or the roll, whatever. Taylor, whatever. T- Taylor roll, ham, pork, whatever you call it out there with the disco fries on the just boardwalk. Just get some tomato pie. Just get tomato, tomato pie. Tomato pie is good. Then on our FCS and funky ones, let there be Nexion, Central Connecticut at Sacred Heart, Duquesne, who's right now running the league, at Wagner, Long Island University at St. Francis, Pennsylvania, and Merrimack at UMass. Oh. UMass, UMass looking for their another win now against Merrimack. Big Sky Bangers, the best one, of course, Sac State at Montana on ESPN Plus should be an absolutely amazing game. And then Weber State at Idaho State. The Bengals looking for a comeback after last week in the Holt Arena Dome. In our Leatherneck Lookout, winless Western Illinois is at Northern Iowa. And our Sycamore Showdown, they are hosting Youngstown State, the Penguins. Other games. Guys, Kennesaw State at Sam Houston. We sort of mentioned it last time, but oh, Uh. right, like. Sam Houston, this might be your shot. This is it. Shoot your shot, Sam Houston. Kennesaw State is tanking this year. They're just putting out bodies. They're saving that eligibility. 
which which might be the perfect reason for them to just absolutely just run over Sam Houston. I feel like Sam Houston's going to find a way to lose this game. Sam- just a I dumb, dumb not. way. They, they've been Absolutely. inventing new ways to lose heartbreakers. Mm-hmm. It's kind of impressive in a really depressing kind of way. This this feels like Nebraska circa two years ago, three years ago, whenever that was. It feels like even if they win, they're going to end up having to like retroactively forfeit two days later. Like, they, they played an ineligible chicken on the field or something. Yeah, like, Sam Houston has a rare wasting disease, and I'm worried about them. The statue of Sam Houston comes alive and blocks Sam Houston's field goal to win. I don't think you're allowed to use golems in college football, but I've never been clear on that rule. I mean, Kennesaw State can summon those. Maybe they use the power of Lake Lanier to reanimate the statue of Sam Houston. I will say that also in the uh, email I got from the Sam Houston State band director trying to figure out their fight song, uh, the transition to Conference USA has been tough, especially for the 2020 FCS national champion. Our coaches and team have made valiant efforts, and we hope this year will be a chance to benchmark for the future. The university seems to have an appetite to see it through. So there you go. The band is also apparently very bummed about how things are going this year. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we are too. So hopefully they get on track here. Moving on to the next game. North Dakota it, State at South Dakota State for the Dakota Marker. Dakota Marker. It feels like it's lost its luster this year, but I feel oh, like... If- oh, I, I disagree because here's what's going to okay. happen. North Dakota Ooh. State's going to win this. Oh. North Dakota State wins this at South Dakota. And and like, it, does, it, does, yeah, it, it doesn't fuck up South Dakota State's playoff bit or anything. Like It's fine. But... How many times in the last couple of years has South Dakota State beat North Dakota State in the regular season? Like, just like I'm this not, feels like you. right. So this feels like a, the opposite of that. Oh, because they're just gonna like try to you know not gonna knock them out of the playoffs, but just fuck them up for that one game. Do we have an accurate weight on the Dakota marker? Because all I've ever seen it is Wikipedia says it weighs nearly seventy five pounds. I don't know. We can ask though. Like kids, we don't we don't we don't do rounding. Weigh your trophy. I every all the all the like the even like the newspaper articles I'm seeing are seventy five pounds. Hmm. But that feels again feels ballparked. I see one dude holding it and he's having to hoist it pretty well. So eh, I mean, it, it does look like a heavy thing. It's quartzite, I believe. Hmm. I rock, don't have a weight for which it. Which is a rock? Question mark. I don't know. Yeah. In the. Pioneer Football League San Diego is traveling to Presbyterian in South Carolina, which is always fun. Hampton at Maine, the Pirates versus the Bears. Yeah, a heart goes out to everybody in Lewiston and Maine uh, after that tragic event. And so I know uh, the folks in Maine, it's not necessarily too close, but the entire state has has been affected. Um, But yeah, just heart goes out to the the Black Bears uh, in the entire state of Maine. Uh, just trying to recover from that tragedy. So we, we hope uh, the the main Black Bears football team can can get y'all some sort of normalcy back. I, I know normalcy probably uh, may never return, but but hopefully um, everybody can take solace in this game and and uh, just wishing the best for everybody up there in Maine. In Maine. Mercer at the Citadel. Citadel is currently winless and yeah. Have to play against a ranked Mercer. Twenty-fifth ranked Mercer. Have have Mercer. And another winless team. Have we? Why haven't we been tracking Wofford? I don't. I don't know. Um. So our, our the 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 person that comes up with the seven way tie, Travis, 
the seven way Big Ten West High noted this to us. It was like, hey, the Citadel and Walford uh, are both winless. If they both lose this week, there there's going to be a winless showdown the same weekend, potentially as Western Illinois. Oh, yeah. So good. We, we could have two 0 9 versus 0 9 FCS teams, FCS games. And um, just basically, it's something has got to give weekend. Yeah, I know that was like a movie with like, what, was it Jack Nicholson? I, I feel like that <laughs> sure. was like a movie. Sure. Something has got to give. Was that the one with Greg Kinnear? And I have no idea, but whatever. Um, I'm just picturing Jack Nicholson in that pit hat in the uh, the Super Bowl again. So I don't, I don't know why that's coming mm-hmm. up, but sure, whatever. But we could have next weekend two 0-9 FCS teams where somebody, it, both, both teams are going to get a win. And leaving two winless with like a week or so left. So, yeah, Dang. that could be just just previewing that for potentially for next week. Good to see it. And then, Kevin, what are our $10 tickets for the week? So uh, Thursday, the day that this most likely is coming out, uh, you have TCU at Texas Tech for $5. That's a fucking um, deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. Go see the weird just, shit. Just five bucks. Yes. Uh, and then Saturday we have Tulane at ECU for $10 Houston Baylor for $5 Charlotte at Tulsa for as low as $2 mm. uh, ULM Southern Miss for 10 Hawaii at Nevada for nine go to Reno. We've discussed. Hold on. Hold on. You said for 10 for ULM and Southern Miss. I thought I it was two. two. I thought two. I see two. On the SPM. Oh, I may have typoed that. There we go. I, yeah, I, I, in the yeah, past I think hour it, and a half. I see. I see two dollars. <laughs> two dollars. Okay, two dollars for about the same amount of wins. Inflation, man. Inflation. <laughs> Capitalism, man. Might sort everything. Capitalism. I'm not paying more than one shiny Jefferson to get in. <laughs> Try to pay my ticket with a two dollar bill. The most grandpa yes, thing ever. Shout, shout out to our most perfect bill. Why? Why is it shiny? You don't shine your bills? You don't shine your bills. You wax the $2 bills, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody uses them. They're never in circulation. Clemson fans right. are extremely upset about this discourse right now. Clemson <laughs> fans have been upset a lot recently. Yeah, they've they got true. lots of things. To- <laughs> yeah, What's one more thing it. for them to be mad about? Their natural, yeah, it's sort of their natural state at the moment. Well, I tell you, games- if you get your own $2 bill, you can not shine it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay keep going drive drive okay uh our <laughs> final games on this list kentucky at mississippi state for three dollars and western kentucky at utep for seven go to the sun bowl i i would if i could reasonably reach it on the other side of that by the way uh lsu alabama for 147 or Bedlam for three hundred and thirty-one American dollars. To be fair, it is the last bed- bedlam for a while. Yeah, that's a collector's item. Yeah, this is collector's bedlam. <laughs> anything can happen, and by anything, I mean you're going to be much poorer. Collector's bedlam. Collector's bedlam. I, I hope feel like have Mike like- Gundy. Mike Gundy collects collector's plates. I, I have mm-hmm. a feeling he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and put it on the wall next Antiques to the Antiques Roadshow Bedlam. Yeah. <laughs> this Bedlam ticket is from a collector's Bedlam. You can tell here by the way, Pistol Peace mustache is bushier on one end than the other. It comes. Oh from- my god! Now my head now now my head cannon is like 
a Pistol Pete figurine brought to you by Hummel. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Precious moments, no. Pistol Pete. Oh, yeah, I've, Precious, Precious Pete. Pete. <laughs> please, please, Jordan, please make oh, the thing. God. Please. A Pistol Pete Hummel figurine, please. Please. Do it. Oh, God. Do it. Now, but now, like, a whole mascot collection of Precious Moments. No, let, let, let's just end it on the, uh, the Pistol Pete Precious Moments. Precious Fine. Pete. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, folks, we're out. <laughs>